Hello, and welcome to the Witch Source Podcast. I'm Whitney. I'm Courtney. And this is Phoenix Rose. And we are continuing on our Claire series. And so today we're going to be talking about Claire Cognizance, um, also known as Clear Knowing. So as always, I want to start with a basic definition, and then we'll jump right on in. So uh, the definition I have put together for Claire Cognizance, and you guys, I really make up these definitions myself, and I try to make them be all-encompassing. <laughs> so if anybody's like, where is she getting these definitions? They're totally out of my head, just FYI. <laughs> So what I have put together is the psychic ability in which information is received through the higher self, also known as the seventh or crown chakra, instantaneously having or accessing knowledge or understanding without having gone through logical steps to have gained the information, often in the form of a thought or deep sense of truth. So that is my quote definition of clear cognizance. But in a nutshell, it is what, Rose? <laughs> you know shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you just know shit. That's what it comes down to. So, um, but what we do often see is that this particular clear of the clear knowing um, is what you're going to see most with professional psychics. Um, they have this gift and it's often barely, uh, very highly coveted to have this because um, you can think about it kind of almost like uh, your intuition, but on steroids. So, okay. you know, if you work with your intuition and, and picking up what your intuition is telling you and, you know, you're learning on trusting your intuition, which is where you start with all of this work, really, um, it's like that, but on like super overdrive. So everything is turned up. Everything is very clear um, and super amped. Definitely. So, um, this one is also the most difficult to explain and put into words like how and why it works. Um, but, you know, it is just considered extrasensory knowing. And some people actually consider it a supernatural ability. So. See, I feel like of any of the Claire's, I, I feel like I may, I would maybe fit more in with this one than any of the other ones. I would actually agree with you completely on that. And as we jump more into it, yeah, I was thinking about that as I was going through this. And I was like, I really think that this would be more along your line of your, your superpower more so than the other Claire's, which, I mean, if you're going to have one, this is a really, really good one to have because this this particular claircognizance is purely receptive. So this is, if you've listened to the other episodes, you'll hear me talk about um, it being a receptive or a projective ability. Um, and this one is purely receptive. So it's only information coming in. And this one is um, great because it's all about you know, knowing, knowing what's going on, knowing what's happening, um, and just having that information um, basically just dropping out of nowhere. So anyway, I will pause for a moment and let you guys share any thoughts or comments. And if you don't have any, then I'll keep going, but I don't want to hog all the time here. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Um, knowing shit is it's a blessing and a curse sometimes. <laughs> oh, very true. Good point. Especially when you're, you know, just sometimes talking to people, it kind of comes out of nowhere and you don't even realize it. And you're just like, oh crap, I just put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> that is, that is a really good point, actually. <laughs> and I did not think about that, but that's really true. Like so many times, like you just could be talking to somebody and you start picking up information or things or accidentally say things that you don't mean to say because you just know it just drops in and if you're not careful it can just come spilling out and for me it's like there's no pause in between it's just like it's there so it's like as I'm talking it just kind of like spills out and it's like oops um yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah I would totally agree um Okay, so this clear can oftentimes 
it's, uh, it will work hand in hand and right alongside with the other clairs. So it almost is like this particular um, clair, this clair cognizance kind of fills in the gaps when it comes to the other clair senses. So for example, you might see something through your clairaudience or your clairvoyance, um, but then the knowledge or understanding of what you're hearing or seeing will come through the claircognizance. So for example, you might see or hear numbers, but then something suddenly inside of you knows it's a birthday. No, okay. definitely. So, you know, you're, you might see the numbers, that's your clairvoyance, you might hear numbers or the clairaudience, but without having this particular one to fill in, okay, what are these numbers? What do I do with these numbers? Like you're getting the numbers, that's great, but this is where the claircognizance comes in of knowing what to do with this information or with, with what you're getting from some of your other clairs. So um, hopefully that makes some good sense. Um, it was just one of the examples that dropped into my head. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty more. Like, I know when I'm reading cards, you know, I know what the cards are telling me um, as far as, you know, what the cards mean or, or whatever. And then sometimes I'll get visions or I'll hear things. But then a lot of times it is. It's just I know what I need to say because it's just there. It just shows up. The information just shows up. And so it's what I tell you. It's what comes out. <laughs> so... This is one of definitely one of the bigger psychic abilities. And when you go have more of a, a psychic intuitive type reading with somebody, um, whether they're using any kind of a, a tool, whether that be palmistry or cards or, or not, um, you know, some people use pendulums or crystals and then some people don't use anything. You're just, you just sit down in front of them and you ask your question and, or, you know, sometimes you don't, and they just tell you what comes to them. You know, that's, that's their psychic intuitive reading. And, you know, whether they're using a tool or not, most people that are going to be doing professional readings are going to have this clear cognizance. Um, and one of the really great things that I feel like there's like an extra boost with having this particular um, clear ability is that there's less to interpret and there's less to try to figure out what do I do with this information or what does this information mean? Because it is so very clear. Right. Um, you just know it. Right. There's no guesswork. Yeah. And when you learn to trust it, that Claire gets so much stronger. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that because it can start when this, when this particular one starts to show up for you, it can be very subtle, but it is always accurate. So um, I, I don't know if we talked about it in one of the previous podcasts, but you know, the situation where I was asked why I was doing a certain thing. And to be honest, I didn't know why I was doing the activity. I mean, we'll come out and say, you know, um, I, I woke up one day and just cleaning the house like a mad woman got up, had this, you know, I had to get the house clean. I just knew I had to get the house clean. And the sitter was coming over that day. And she's like, what are, what are you doing? Why are you cleaning the house? And I said, I have to clean the house because DSS is coming to the house today. And for those that don't know, you know, that's like child protective services, you know, what have you. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? And you know, when she asked, I'm like, I don't know why I just said that. You I don't know I don't, where it came from. I don't know where that came from. And, you know, I kind of paused. I'm like, I, that, I, I, that's crazy. But, you know, I, I finished cleaning up the house and, you know, when I'm saying cleaning up, you know, it's like the dusting, the vacuuming, because, you know, just cleaning, I, your house. Just cleaning my house, <laughs> and, making sure everything's in order. Right. And I worked, you know, second shift at that time. And, you know, this, you know, lady would watch my kids. Well, and sure enough, I got home that evening and she said, 
I don't know what the heck's going on, but DSS did come to the house today and they asked to come inside and look around and we didn't know what to do. So we let them. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> well, of course, of course, you know, when I finally do get in touch with the person that had come into my house, the first thing she asked was, is somebody mad at me? Because, you know, apparently someone had made a phone call that, you know, all this bad stuff, you know, that I was doing to my children. And they walked in, they're like, yeah, no, none of this is founded. We don't even <laughs> know what's going on here. Um, so pretty much that was dropped right, right away. But why I knew and why I said that, that still to this day, you know, well, and that, but see, that is a perfect example of one of those things like, okay, yes, it's crappy that somebody made a phone call, which could happen to literally anyone because anyone. it doesn't matter. You know, once they get a phone call, you could be a pediatrician, right? It doesn't matter. Once they get one of those phone calls, they got to come out and investigate. So, I mean, whatever, like no, no anything on anybody about that. I mean, it's just a right. crappy situation, but the fact that you got that warning was right. huge because number one, you've got this validation that that gift works for you. Um, right. And, you know, everything played out. Um, but two, it also shows you, you do have a whole spiritual support team uh, system, whatever you want to call it on your side that was like, hey, you know, we're going to give you a heads up on this just so you're prepared so that you know, you can flow right through this and keep on rolling. And it's just a little, you know, a barely there hiccup in your day. So All right. that's, that's cool too. Right. All right. And it's something, you know, that that's served me, you know, it, it's definitely served me well in the future, you know, in, in you know, other experiences. Yeah. And actually that was, uh, that is a perfect example of something that I was wanting to, uh, actually get into a little bit later, but shoot, we'll go ahead and jump ahead. Um, that is what you would call a, well, okay. It could be one of the two, so we can talk about it and see what you guys think, but okay. involved with this particular, uh, clear cognizance gift, uh, what falls underneath that is precognition and premonitions. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I will give you the definitions and then we can talk about what you guys think maybe that particular example would be. So the precognition is knowing the future or knowing something is going to happen before it does, which sounds pretty close to what you had going on. Right. But then a premonition is a forewarning of events to come. So could it not be a combination of the two? You know, maybe, maybe. Rose, what are your thoughts on that? What was the first one? Precognition, which is knowing the future, future or knowing something is going to happen before it does. And then a premonition, which is a forewarning of events to come. Definitely the first one. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. I would probably drop that in the precognition as well, because that's almost a perfect example of what you said. You just woke up knowing yeah. this was gonna happen. Right. So, you know, I, I guess for me, and you guys tell me what you think, but to classify this as a premonition, I would wanna know how you knew, like just a little bit more detail. Like, did you have a dream? Did you get a thought implanted in your head right before you woke up? Um, did you, you know, or was it just, cause for me, I would totally label it a precognition if it was just purely, you woke up knowing it was going to happen. No, um, I woke up knowing I had to clean the house, not knowing why until somebody specifically asked me why, what, are, what is going on? Why are you cleaning the house like this? Cause I was a freaking mad woman going through just making sure that because, you know, we were talking the other day, I've got flat surface syndrome, you know, <laughs> it's not that necessarily my house, you know, is dirty, especially I didn't have animals at the time. So, you know, 
there weren't the, you know, dust rabbits collecting everywhere in the form of dog hair. Right. But, um, and I, I just, I have flat surface syndrome and it was, everything had to be put away. You know, nothing on the surfaces, everything spotless. And, but it wasn't until she, until she said, why are you, why? What with you? why are you doing this? That I looked up at her and said, because DSS is coming today. And so that was just there as well. That just blurted out. And as soon as I said it, I'm like, you know, sitting there like, what in the, what in the world? Where did that come from? But did you know it was true? I did because I continued yeah. cleaning. I didn't think I, I didn't think myself crazy for having. No, I did think myself crazy for having <laughs> said it. But at the same time, you know, being spiritual at that time as well. Well, okay, something's happening, and I'm going with this. Right, right. So, I mean, gosh, that's been what. Uh, Devin's 20 something now. So that had to have been what, 15 years ago? Oh, I mean, he was probably three or four at the time. So we're, we're talking 17, 18 years ago. 15, 15, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's been with you for a while. Right. And you've Definitely. had that validation for yourself for a long time as well. Well, you know, and something I never said, do you remember when we were in the car accident, when the brakes went out on the car? Oh gosh, that was terrible. And we were, we were leaving Granny's house and I was getting in the car and the thought came into my head, today's a good day to die. No, you did not. But I dismissed it. I no, you didn't. did not. Wow. You didn't tell me, didn't tell me that. No. Wow. You let me get in the car with you. I, like I said. And then, you know, we got to our other grandmother's house doing our thing, nothing going on. And you wanted to go to get some film developed. So we got in the car again. And that's when the brakes went out in my car. Yeah, there was and no brakes. We the, there were no brakes. The, the, and the, the brake line actually ruptured. And we had to have it towed back to South Carolina to repair them. Well, I'm glad maybe it was me wanting to go with the film developed that kept you from being on the way back to South Carolina and having that happen going 70 miles down the highway. Exactly. Exactly. Jeez. No, I do remember that because I just remember like you like stomping the brakes repeatedly and nothing was happening. And I was like, this is not good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are not stopping. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. But. Okay, so if you woke up thinking that about dying, I, I'm going to go with me having this urge to go get some film developed might have saved you because I, I feel more comfortable with no, that. I, mean, I didn't wake up with that feeling. We were getting in the car, getting ready to leave Granny's house to go to our other grandma's house. So it was and, on the in-between. So it was we it, actually it was, on a highway. No, uh, we were in Granny's driveway getting into the car to leave. And I looked up and looked around mm. and the thought just came to me, today's a good day to die. <laughs> it was so serene. Oh my gosh, that is never okay. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It would be okay if today was the last day. It's mean, a perfect okay. day. <laughs> I guess I was okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But then we did wind up getting in the car accident, and like you said, had it it not had it not been the traffic, we were in stop and go traffic. Right. So it wasn't really bad at all. I mean, it was scary that the car wasn't stopping, but we literally were like in stop and go traffic. We were sitting at a stoplight, and she had just gone, and then the next stoplight, which you could see, turned red, right. and she just couldn't stop. So you know, it wasn't like. Going down the highway. We were maybe going like 10, 15 miles an hour. Right. Thankfully. Right. Courtney's over there like, yeah, I'm okay with this. (laughs) I would not have been okay with this. That that, that, that is not okay. I was what, probably like 17 at the time? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe 16. We're talking like 20 years ago. No wonder why she thought it was a good day to die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, glad but I made it another 20 years. Thanks. 
I, I tell you what, I have known for the longest time that even if I'm in a car accident, I know I'm going to be okay. That is okay. not my way. Okay. That, is, that is not how I'm going out. So now, I feel like that's also, again, with this precognition or, you know, the pre, uh, clear cognizance that knowing you know that no one shit yeah she just knows it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i can't make the same guarantee for anyone else in the car i was <laughs> just about to say that <laughs> but i know i'm okay the passengers on the other hand ah they're on their own but right. me, i'm covered <laughs> That's why, you know, when we were in South Carolina, when we were at the beach and we were talking about, you know, uh, being worried about driving back or what have you. I'm oh, like, that's right. No, no, I'm good. That is so right. Oh, you guys. Okay. So this is, should I share this or not? Is this inappropriate? Go ahead. Okay. So talking about precognition, um, as you guys all are aware, um, our cousin Pamela, um, who passed in August from COVID, um, started the witch source with us, with me. And we all went on this little beach trip um, in August, the beginning of August. And we just went on this fun little beachy road trip. It was um, me and my sister Courtney, of course, on here, um, our mother and Pamela. And uh, we just were hitting up all the little witchy metaphysical stores on the way there. And like, that was our goal was just to go witchy shopping. Like, you know, cause that's what we do. And we think it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we're so much fun to hang out with. Like, we are. That's what we um, and we all packed our cards. So every night was card readings and you know, then we had a detour where we actually did go to the beach mm -hmm. and we asked, oh, I remember we asked the universe to keep sending us and the goddess to send us hagstones and she kept showing, showing them up, bringing them oh, to yeah. us. We, so, we wound up with so many hagstones that day. Yeah. Cause just, we, cause just we just asked. asked. Yeah. Cause we we're like, can we just find one more? And then we would <laughs> like not even a minute later, like, oh, found another one. Yeah. So really cool things happen, you guys, when you just open up. But so we, it was the night before we left and we were all, of course, reading cards like we do. And I remember um, Pam had said that she was on the phone or texting or something with her, her son and her sister and mm -hmm. that they just kept saying they had a really bad feeling that, you know, we weren't going to make it back. And so this is why when you they said- They didn't want her to go on the trip, period. Oh, was that it? Okay. Yeah, they didn't want her to go on the trip, period, because okay. they didn't think that she was going to make it back. Okay. So that might have been their precognition kicking in. I never felt any of that because, mm -hmm. and it might have just been because I was, I could have just not picked up on anything because I was just so excited about the trip and, and having everybody together and going and doing this magical trip. Like, it just seemed like a good thing. So, I, you know, again, it's all in how open you are and there again, you, I think there's only so much of the future that you can really manipulate or change. I don't really know, but right. as far as you saying, you know, that you're not going in a car accident. So like, you were like, Oh no, we're totally going to make it back. Everything's going to be fine. And yeah. you know, and then mom is over here like, well, I know I'm going to die an old lady in my bed. So I know I'm good. And Whitney knows she's good. Cause she says the same thing. Um, and so we were just all looking at each other. Like, we don't, we don't know we don't know what to tell you. Like I, we hate that. We, you know, what are we supposed to say? Like if she just has that feeling and I don't even know if it was so much, she had the feeling or they gave her the feeling from what they were getting. Um, right. But we made it back. It's just literally two days after we got back, she started not feeling well um, and got sick and ended up passing. And which is horribly tragic, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, you never know, right? So you, you don't know. Where was right. the precognition on that? And being that she specifically didn't have it, maybe she wasn't supposed to change events. Because I think it so, was, you know, her son and her sister that had the precognition from what she told us, that is. 
Right. But they she didn't had felt like she had, she did, we did have several conversations actually leading up to the event. Well, she said she was going to die. Yeah. yeah. She did say that she was going to die. She did say several and, times she felt it was coming and that it was close. That is true. And, so. Yeah. Maybe she wanted to go on this trip. And yeah. I think she did. She really did. She wanted to be with us. So her family didn't want her to go on the trip because they felt like she wouldn't make it back alive. But at the same time, so, you know, in full disclosure, she did die from the current, you know, I don't know. Can you say the C word? I, I did. I have already. I don't okay. know. But it, it was, it, it was made worse by the flu and pneumonia. So there were several factors right. at play. But, um, you know, she, she got, she got COVID. Um, and then of course our mom got COVID right, know, after. Like right after, but we come to find out that the lady that mom had gotten a reading from had gotten COVID as At the well. same time. So At it was, time. and, and she ended up being okay. She still does readings. I won't, you know, know anything there, but anyway, so it's like, did she pick it up on the trip? And so, yes, she made it home alive, but she made it home to die. Right. 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 So weird turn of events, but at the same time for several months prior to that, you know, she had said and had actually started preparing. And that's the weird thing, I, especially with this precognition, I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, thankfully I have not had a whole large number of experiencing people um, dying around me. Um, you know, there, there are a few, obviously, you know, grandparents and, and things like that. But, um, I am grateful that I haven't been overly affected too terribly much in my life by death, but I, it has been common that they kind of know it's coming. Right. And they start preparing, like people start preparing and they just kind of know. So, and you know, not that death is a bad thing. I think everybody has kind of a weird, you know, some people just don't want to go. And then some people, you know, are ready to go. They're not afraid of it. And then there's people that are afraid of it. But anyway, here or there, not that topic, getting off track. So sorry. You guys are supposed to reel me in when I start rambling. <laughs> right. But it did tie into the knowing. It does tie into the knowing. You know, unfortunately with some people, that's the only part of the, knowing that they have is, this is, true. is they see people's death and that's an awful curse. Th this is true. And that is, that does fall under this clear cognizance and it mm -hmm. is a gift. Do you want to talk about that Rose? Oh, my father had that gift. Um, that was something that he was blessed and cursed with. He's seen, he could bump into somebody I've heard stories of him bumping into somebody in the, in the bar and him looking at him and going, you two are going to die in a car crash tonight. And they leave the bar and get into a horrific car crash and die. Um, oh, wow. He's seen the way he was going to die. He knew how it was going to happen. And, and had he told you that? In a way, yes. <laughs> in his own, he basically in his own sense accepted it mm. so mm. you know it was it's kind of sad to know that he knew it was coming right. and did nothing to change it right oh yeah yeah that puts a whole different twist on it but yeah you're right no that that is for some people that is the only part of say this particular clear that they get and that would not be a fun one. That, well, that would not at, be a fun thing for me. Look at I would Arlena. Like that. Arlena, uh, oh, our great true. aunt. So Arlena was a fabulous, wonderfully talented uh, palm reader. Uh, she was really good at, at palmistry. And uh, the story that we have all heard is that she saw somebody's death and very close impending on their palm. And was it that she didn't tell them or she, she didn't, didn't tell them? them. She, she didn't, didn't tell them. tell them that they were going to they, die. 
And then they died. And then they died. And she quit reading palms after that, is my understanding. I don't blame her. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I really don't either. So, you know. That's a really tough, it's like a conundrum almost. It's like, do I tell them and prevent it and maybe they die in a more horrific way or right. like, because sometimes it's like almost like, um, what's that damn movie? Final, um, is it Final, Final Destination. Destination. Yeah. Or no matter what keep, you do, you can't change it. They keep beating it, but it keeps coming after them. <laughs> God, that would just be so terrible. You know, I never actually watched those movies because they just sounded terrible. And I, I, I just can't deal with stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Seriously, who can ride behind a logging truck now or any type of truck that has stuff sticking out the end? Right. Without thinking of that. I mean. <laughs> okay. I don't do that even, anyway. And I've never seen the movie. Even the previews. Movie. <laughs> that was even in the trailers for the movies oh yeah oh gosh no well my uh my uh you know for my previous marriage my, my stepson um they used to travel the interstate you know between going to visit their dad and going back to their mom's house and uh they were riding down the interstate and they were behind a work truck and he said uh and he and he looked up and he said that ladder is going to fly off the back of that truck. Mm. I mean, he was just you know, and sure enough, next thing I know, the ladder went flying off the back of the truck and landed in front of them. But you know, his mom was able to stop the car. I mean, and they all sat there and told me that story. They're like, "No, this happened. It was the freakiest thing that had ever happened." They, I mean, it freaked them all out. I mean, stuff like that does freak you out. And that's the whole, that is a part of this gift is that it, all of these things that we were talking about fall underneath this particular clear. So this particular clear, yes, I can totally see being a blessing and a curse um, and totally mixed. Um, mm -hmm. But I also have heard of, you know, people telling somebody that they were going to pass and they felt it as true. So they did not, like they kind of knew it was coming again. Like some people have that knowing about themselves when the time is near and you know, what it did for them was they, they took it in a sense of not, they're not going to worry. They're not mm -hmm. going to try to prevent. They're not going to try to change. They're going to go ahead and just try to be as prepared as possible. And they use the time that they were given to make amends, say what they wanted to say to their family, put things in place that maybe they had been dragging their feet on that they wanted done and, and, you know, things written down and, and different things. And so for them, it was really kind of a blessing to know so that they, mm -hmm. they could do those final things that they wanted to do. So, I guess it's, it leads us but you into never know who's going to be receptive to it. Oh, and that's a big thing. That's a big thing. See, and that's the fun thing about being a psychic intuitive with this particular gift is you get this information and you know so much so clearly, but what you don't know is how the person is going to take the information. Well, right. it's, it's one thing if it's like you're telling somebody, okay, you're sick and, you know, or your heart's going to give out or because, you know, you have a weak heart or something like that versus you're right. going to die in a tragic accident or, you know, something like that. Right. Like, I can completely see how somebody would be accepting of, okay, I know it's coming. They're telling me it's coming versus I'm a healthy young person and you're telling me that I'm going to freaking fall off a cliff tomorrow like right or be pushed you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or be pushed <laughs> but you know so there's that but i mean you're right and and even if you take this like a step further and and we step away from the you know the the death situations like even if you tell somebody like um i'm really sorry but you know your husband's going to cheat on you or i'm really sorry like you know you're your boyfriend, girlfriend is going to leave, or you're going to lose your job, or you're going to, you know, whatever, because that's the thing, right? This, the, it's, it really comes back to don't shoot the messenger because 
this person that you're going to or you're getting this information from, you know, they can't help the information they're getting. And especially what I think is so a great example, um, Courtney, with the example you shared was you woke up knowing you needed to clean the house, but it wasn't until somebody asked you the question why that you got the rest of the information of because DSS is coming today, right? Right. So when you go to somebody for a reading, you know, you might go with these intentions of you want to know about like your love life, right? And so you're thinking you're going to hear, oh, your fiance is going to propose and you guys are going to get married. And, you know, this person that is doing the reading for you, they might pick up on that, you know, okay, yeah, there's a proposal coming or, you know, something like that. But when you start asking questions or looking for more detail, oh, but the proposal is going to be to somebody else, not you, right? right. So like you, we don't always get all of the information all nicely packaged in, in a box that just has everything in it and we know what to do with it. You know, a lot of times it's compartments and these other little compartments and bits of information don't open until you ask the right questions. Right. Right. Now, you're experienced in professional readers and, and this develops over time, you guys. So please keep that in mind. But they slowly from working with people and doing readings over and over and over and over again, they learn... The, the reader themselves, the person with this gift, learns what questions to ask spirit. You know, they learn to ask the questions to get the information that they are assuming that you really want, right? Because most people want to know the same things over and over and over again. Um, right. But it takes time and practice to, to learn that. And there well, again, everybody is different. So your spirit guides work with you, with everybody different. Right. And if you don't, if you're not straightforward with the questions that you really want to know, you know, if you're beating around the bush with your questions, you're going to get a beat around the bush answer. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, and again, we, we have no control over what information comes in. It's just a matter of sharing the information that's coming in. So in your personal life, even like you're getting these, these hits and these knowings and these, these truths that are coming in for you, you know, follow them up with questions and see what happens. Well, speaking of personal life, I know that this gift has cost me many friendships. This particular one? Yes. So that leads us to the question that I have wanted to ask and I want to have a conversation of is, do you tell when you know something? And on a moral, ethical, personal, uh, whatever relationship you may have with particular people, what do you feel the responsibility is for somebody who has this gift and starts getting information? That's... That's a tough one. Right? Because well, for me... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, it always seems, you know, stumbling through life, not realizing that I have this gift. You know, I always have friends coming to me and asking for advice. Mm-hmm. So I sit down, I listen to them. And they're asking and then, questions, yep, which turns that on. they're... Or they're telling me their boohoo story that they've been mistreated by their boyfriend or blah, blah, blah. And it kicks on. And I don't even, because, you know, like I say, stumbling through life, not even realizing I have this gift. It's kicked on. I don't even realize it. So then, you know, there goes what I'm getting. And, you know, at the end of it, you know, they see the truth in the situation. And and, not always good. Sounds like and it just, like I say, it costs me a lot of friendships. I, I'm judgmental. And then it's like, oh, my God, you were so right. It's like, but remember, I was judgmental. I was that bitch that was being mean to you and telling you stuff. And <laughs> So you were getting all this information and all of this, this stuff flooding in. And so you're sharing it because as a friend, you should you know, think that you're, you're safe to share, especially since they're coming to you asking. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Uh, you know, if you don't want to know, don't ask, right? So, but you weren't realizing that you were actually getting real information. This wasn't just an opinion. And so they were thinking that you were just giving your, quote, opinion on, you know, people or situations or what have you, but it was like legit you're clear turned on and you're getting real valid information that they then did not want to hear and started labeling you unfairly. So no, exactly. Or you get into a situation where, you know, somebody's like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you just don't like me. You don't want to be around me. You know, I don't know what I've ever done to you. And it's like, they're like, and it's like, well, there goes another friendship. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. So it, I, I think it does make it hard. And I do. I think it does put strains, definitely can put strains on relationships like that. If you don't have those good, solid, firm foundations in your friendship. Or, you know, and there again, that's why I love being witchy and having witchy friends. Because everything for me comes through this magical filter of, okay, this could be valid. This could be valid. This could be valid. Right. So like information that comes to me, I don't immediately reject. I try to sit with it because is this something that I need to hear? Is this something that this person is being given because it needs to come to me? Is this spirit's way of communicating with me? So that's just the type of person I am. And that's why I love living in my little magical world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, so, how many times have I like said that. to you, how many times have I said to you, oh yeah, no. Oh, a couple months from now. Yeah. We'll see if I don't fuck it up <laughs> in that time. <laughs> see, I, you got to quit doing that. You got to quit doing that. Cause I, no. I really think I, I really almost, we got to dissect that. Some more, Let's right? see if I can hold it together. <laughs> I feel like that's more on your end and not my end. Cause I'm over here. Like I'm good. Right. <laughs> so I never know what's going to come out of this mouth of mine. <laughs> so to your, um, to your point, you know, to, to, to the question, yeah. I pose a situation to you. Okay. All right. You know, I'm, I, I, you know, for many, many years, I was heavily involved in Girl Scouts. Yeah. With your daughter. And one of the fathers have, you just know, you know, you, you just looking at this man, you just knew there was something wrong. Ooh, and okay. that one thing that dropped in was child molester. <gasps> no. You could, and knowing, knowing, but not being no able to prove. Right. What do you do with that? Uh, one, I mean, it is tough. Right, right. Well, me personally, I would be very super vigilant and highly overprotective. And being a witch, I would put up lots and lots and lots of protection <laughs> around right. myself, my kid, my kid's friends, like the space that we're in when we're in it and like just be super hyper vigilant. And honestly, me personally being a witch, I would probably do some spell work for the truth to be known so right. that the universe can bring the truth out in the way that it sees fit um, so that the truth could be known. That's what I would do. Right. <laughs> again, I live in my little magical world. All the, you know, there's a spell for that. So no. <laughs> I had one of those situations. situations with my kids and it was like, all right, no, we're leaving. We're out of here. It's like, what else can you do? You can't prove it, but. It's you know, like, you know. Ugh, yeah. Right. And that family was only involved for one year before mm -hmm. they left. See, and that's so. interesting too, based on, you know, other conversations the three of us have had that kind of fits a, fits a thing there. So yeah. Ouch. Well, luckily, you know, your child is good and hopefully all the other kids are okay. And Right. You know, I'm just going to send some extra love and light out in that direction that if there is something going on, that all of that truth be revealed and and that healing take place where it needs to, because that is a bad situation. Right. A bad situation. But and to you're right. what do you do? What do you do? Because, you know, being, you know, a, a leader, being involved in the Girl Scouts, you know, you're a mandatory reporter, but you've got no physical proof. You've got There's no evidence. 
there is nothing to report. So you can't do anything with that information other than watch and observe and, and right. wait and see. And I think that that gives you some guidelines and that gives you mm-hmm. some kind of structure and boundary in that, yes, you have this knowing, but you, you have no proof, you know, unless right. you were to try to actively seek it out as best you saw fit or right. ask you know, for more information, like, okay, you've told me this, you've made this known to me now, spirit, what would you have me do with it? Um, you know, right. or, or try to like follow along those lines, but that's a lot of responsibility. And that's the thing that goes along with this particular gift is the responsibility. Um, I'm sure, it, you know, a lot of you are listening might be familiar with like the Long, Long Island medium, for example. And you always see on her show, like she'll be out randomly in public and she'll get this message from spirit and she'll just go walk up randomly to this person and say, um, Hey, by the way, you know, I'm a medium and your grandma's here and she just wants to say yada, yada, yada. And I, I take issue with that because if that person's not ready to receive that, what are you doing to that person? Right. You know, and I get that the people on the other side, the spirits on the other side, they just see an opportunity to get a message across. So they want to take it right. Same thing with this particular gift. Like maybe it's not a message from a loved one, but it's information that you need to know. So you have been given this information um, for a reason. I do feel like we get the information for a reason. I think it's more of trying to discern for yourself Mm -hmm. and you can ask for help to spiritually to discern what do I do with this information now do I have that I have it do I say or do I not say so in all actuality the answer to the question of you know do you tell when you know something my response would be it all depends I need more information Right. Well, yeah. And like with somebody like with that particular situation with the Long Island medium or whatever she is, I mean, she's turned herself on and she's doing it on purpose. It's not right. like she's That's randomly. It's not show. like, the yeah, it's not like there. she's randomly just in her everyday life walking down the road. And we assume not now. I don't know. No. I mean, if you are an honest to goodness, like true trained psychic medium and you know how to do what you're doing yeah you turn it off or you're constantly going to be bombarded by so many spirits like they would be in your house all the time going hey help me you know but yes if you don't want to live that life then yeah you turn it off and if you're doing it properly then you turn it off exactly so no, i i totally agree same time it's a tv show and how many people did they have to go through to get the one person that said oh yeah sure i'd love to have them i'd love to receive a message right exactly you know right. all, and all the the forms and everything that has to be signed to be able to use their you know photo and right. video and all that stuff. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into all of that, but it's just the only thing that like popped in my head. Like, okay, like if you're standing in the grocery store line and you start picking up all this information on the person in front of you, I then would you need no. to work on yourself. Right, right. Like don't say anything like that. You don't know them, you know, like you probably just don't even need to, you probably need to stop being invasive because you might be being, you know, a little invasive too. Right. <laughs> on you their energy to, and picking up stuff. You need yeah. to learn some control there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I do think it is it's a hard line. Um, and you know, that's the one thing that like, when people know you have this gift, for instance, like your friends, mm-hmm. it's like, especially now that I've been able to recognize it. It's like, oh, come on. You just know. You just know. Mm. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. It really does not work that way. I True. mean, if I'm going to sit there and turn it on and do it, then and I really want to know, then yeah, I'm going to know. But I don't want to know this. I don't care. And I'm not even going to try. Right, right. <laughs> well, and I think that's where it comes down to, you know, where are you at? You know, what are your relationships with people? And, you know, again, it comes down to protecting yourself, protecting your energy. Like if, if you have friends that are only coming to you because you're, you're witchy or you're psychic or you pick up all this information and that's the only reason or times they contact you, 
yeah, that's kind of messed up because they're takers, you know, that's not a balanced relationship. So, you know, to that, I would be like, uh, yeah, no, you know, but when you have that, like good balance of give and take, so like, like Rose, like no, exactly. I have conversations or like, no, I mean, yeah. have conversations. If we're getting hits, man, we're dropping them. We're letting you know, like we're talking, yeah. we're, we're rolling. But you don't just hit me it. up and they're all like, Oh, Hey, what am I going to do in a month? Like, or, you know, like, what do you see for me? Come on, tell me, come on. Right. Oh, what's my friend doing over here? Are they okay? Like it's, um, it's like, uh, I don't know that person, you know, it kind of helps to be able to connect to their energy. Right. Like, you know, there's, there's a process. It's, I wish it worked that way sometimes, <laughs> you know, really. But, you know, it's a complete another story when another story when you're sitting there talking to somebody and, you know, it is a give and take. It's like you right. read me, I read you, you know, the exchange, the exchange. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other piece is, you know, so many psychics and intuitives get such a bad rap because like, oh, well, why don't you know? Why haven't you won the lottery yet? Why haven't you played the winning lottery numbers or why haven't you done, you know? And you guys, if the more you experience and play around with this gift and it like turns on and, and starts working for you, you're going to understand it's so hard to get information on yourself. Like sometimes right. you will get the drop-ins, you'll get the information, especially if it's something that you need to know, like you needed to know that you need to get up and clean the house that day. Um, right. Like if, if your team's looking out for you, but you know, yeah. I call, you know, I call you guys like, I don't know what to do. What do you guys think? Like, da, 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 da. because I'm not getting turned on information 24 seven. I don't have the answers to everything well, for myself. Now, other people in a reading setting, gotcha. Yeah. Like it's turned on, it's coming in, it's flowing, but it doesn't always work that way for yourself. And it, it, no. I wish it did. Right. Well, it's like mediums go to other mediums when they need a reading. Right. Therapists go to therapists because they need therapy. You know, they they can't just do it themselves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a great point, Rose. Thank you for saying that because I, I love that, actually. That, you know. That's true. It's so true. And people don't think about that. A I mean, doctors you go to can, other doctors. Yeah. I mean, you could sit there and give yourself card readings all day long and be like, you know, I think I actually need to hear this from somebody else. And then all of a sudden, all these questions that you've been getting in your spreads just click. And it's like, right. ah, I needed somebody else's input. I can't read myself for myself that well. Exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with reading themselves, whether that's psychically, intuitively, cards, donation tools, what have you. So Definitely, you know, I, I'm a reader, but I go to a reader. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, I want that outside opinion. I want to know what they get, you know, what spirit going to tell them because spirit's probably been knocking me over the head with it and I'm just not picking it up, you know, right. I'm opening my eyes to it. So it does help to, to sometimes get the information from somebody else. So. Yeah, and it's like, you know, when I do want a reading, I usually get a reading from you, mm -hmm. but it is nice to go to an outside reader who doesn't know me. Right, right. Doesn't know the details, doesn't know your life, doesn't know your situation, because then it really is just the straight drop-in. It is the real information. It's not clouded by judgments and opinions and, and knowledge of things that maybe aren't relevant to the information you need to hear. So definitely. So a couple things I wanted to mention before we wrap up um, this episode. Um, so again, we talked about that this particular Claire can be subtle, but it is always accurate. Okay. It's, it's not wrong. Um, yes. Psychics can get it wrong. And again, we talked about, I think prior, like all of that, can change based on your energy. Like when you go get a card reading, if you change what you're doing, you're going to change the outcome. You know, we're reading the energy that is current at this point in time and the trajectory and the path, the energy that you are putting out. Um, so yes, things can be changed. Um, but with this particular Claire, you don't see that change as often. I don't feel like it's pretty, it's pretty spot on. It's pretty accurate most of the time. Um, so, but you want to make sure like when you're trying to develop and work with this particular Claire, 
don't second guess yourself and don't dismiss information. Right. It all goes back to trusting yourself, just like trusting your intuition. Um, you've got to believe in yourself and believe in the information that you're getting. And when these things show up, it feels like they literally just show up out of nowhere. And a lot of times you're going to see it's going to, it can be um, answers to questions you've had. It could be solutions to problems or information you need to know, um, like the examples we've seen tonight. So, and it, but it's not like getting a message, right? So it, this information, literally, it's just there. It's just, you know, it just shows up. Um, it's just some, it just like bubbles up from somewhere inside of you almost is what it feels like, or, or it feels like it just kind of drops in, which is where, you know, that third eye higher self piece comes into play. Oh, um, it's a wonderful high too. Oh when yes. Just, when you know shit, it's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> right. Right. Cause you are, you turn, you're turned on, you're tuned in and it's like, you know, you know, and that's the other piece of this is nobody could tell you otherwise. That is how deeply this sense of knowing becomes ingrained and rooted within you. People can tell you you're crazy. People can tell you whatever, like, like this, the sitter could have come over and said, that's not going to happen. That's crazy. Stop cleaning. But did you stop or would you have stopped? No, because that, that is so deeply ingrained. I know when I get these hits and these knowings, it's almost like I feel it very much root from like the top of my head or wherever it comes in somewhere in my head, in my mind, like that knowing, but I'll feel it, the energy of it be so strong, so clear, so true. I literally feel energy run all the way down my spine. So it starts like at the base of my head and my neck, and I will feel that energy of truth just run straight down my spine and into my grounding cord. And it's unshakable. It's rooted. Nobody can sway me from it because I know I know. And that's all there is to it. So I'm just trying to give you guys an idea of how deeply seated this information feels when it comes in that there, there really isn't a whole lot of room for second guessing. I mean, you know, unless you're just in the habit of questioning yourself and not trusting right. yourself, this one's pretty hard to deny. I love the way you explained it. I mean, for me, I just feel like a know-it-all bitch. So, I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> so if you do want to try to open up more to this, number one, you got to trust yourself, trust the information, trust your intuition, trust your other psychic gifts as well as they are developing. Um, it does, I feel like, help if you can try to declutter your mind um, try to stay open, especially to your intuition and stay open to just receiving, to being divinely inspired, whether that's through thought, knowing or information or the energy in the world and the magic around you that is trying to communicate with you. Just staying open is really going to help all of these gifts, um, start to develop, but especially this particular one, because once you show that you are open to receiving, you'll start receiving. But if you are one of those that's like, oh, this is this is not really happening. This can't be really happening. If you just keep pushing it away, it's just not going to stick. Right. You it's going to go away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then you're going to be left with them gut feelings that you just don't follow. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So another thing you can try, which you guys know I advocate, meditation. <laughs> Because it is a practice of going Get yourself inward. grounded and connected Be, and meditate. Yes, exactly. Because it is. It's that practice of going inward, being still, clearing the mind, and receiving and feeling out the truth within yourself. What right. is true for you? Because this, this, this clear is nothing but truth. I mean, that's the bottom line. So you've got to know what's true for you, what's true for yourself, what's true for your beliefs, and what does true information feel like to you? Like for me, I described it as that energy that runs down my spine and gets rooted. It's unshakable. You know, like I, I know when my, what, what my truth is and I know when the information comes in what's true. So, you know, just practicing with that and trying to feel what is my truth? What does it feel like energetically 
within my body, within my spirit, within my being. Um, I think that's a great place to start so that when you're getting these hits and you're wondering, okay, is this my intuition? Is this, um, is this my clear cognizance? What is this? If you are rooted and you are connected to your sense of truth and you know that this is something that is pretty unshakable, you can't deny that's going to be that clear cognizance. And it is, it's a step up from the intuition. Cause a lot of times we'll talk ourselves out of our intuition, right? You right. can't talk yourself out of this one. It's really basically where I'm going with this. <laughs> and if you do it enough, you don't got it no more. <laughs> true. True. You know, if you, if you deny it enough, yeah, it's going to kind of give up on you because you got to want it and it is a muscle. You got to practice with it. You know, you got to be open to, to using it. Right. All right, you guys. Well, that's what I have. So again, that pre uh, or that clear cognizance is the knowing. The precognition, which is underneath this umbrella, is that knowing the future or knowing what's going to happen before it happens. And you guys, another little thing I wanted to throw out here about um, knowing the future, just like our past memories are linked to an emotional trigger, okay? When these precognitions and these premonitions and these things come in, whether for yourself or through a reader, you've got to understand when you're looking for stuff or information about the future, it's still going to be linked to, you know, a, a, a memory. It's like a future memory, okay? So you've got your past memories that are linked to emotional triggers, whether they be happy or sad, right? That's what you remember, you're not going to remember every time you wash the dishes. You're not going to remember every single meal you've made. You're not going to remember every single shower you've taken, right? right. You're not going to remember all that stuff, but you remember the big things that had a lot of energy attached to it and a lot of emotion attached to it. So when you are looking for these, these future hits, especially where the premonitions are concerned, because I feel like the premonitions are bigger things or bigger events. Um, it's not just knowing what's coming in the future, but knowing that it's significant in some manner. And it feels like a, more like a, a future memory, right? Like it's not happened yet, but you can feel it it's so real. And it's got that energy to it, that, that boost of energy to it. And it's got that big emotional attachment to it as well. Um, you know, those, those are the ones that if you're going to somebody to try to get them to pick up, right? Like you're going to a, a psychic intuitive to get them to pick these things up. You've got to understand they're going to, if they are able, pick up on the big things. Okay. And so you, and it's not going to be a lot of detail, right? So like, even with your past memories, think about like, how much detail do you really remember in the events? Some people are really good. They can get a lot of little details, but a lot of people, you remember the, the, the moment you remember the feelings, you remember the joy, you remember the emotions, right? And so that's what they're going to be picking up on. Um, so don't ask too much your readers for one. Okay. Cause you have got to have a lot of energy built up in the future for this future memory to even be pulled in. And as far as like the premonitions go, um, you know, like that, that's like, um, well, I won't get into it. I think I've already shared it before. So I'm just going <laughs> to let that one go. Cause it just decided to float away. So, but anyway, hopefully that gives you guys some things to think about and, have, give you a better understanding of what uh, this clear cognizance is and how it also works with your clairvoyance and your clear audience. Again, it's that fill in the gaps. So um, anyway, we hope you guys are enjoying the uh, Claire series. We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out if you have questions. Um, if you have uh, show requests, stuff you want us to talk about, we'd love to know what you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, you can email us at thewitchsource at gmail.com. Um, and please make sure that you are following along and joining us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those fun places. If you're listening to the podcast, please make sure you've subscribed. Leave us a review if you would, please. We would love that because it helps other people find us. Um, it boosts us up on whatever platform you're listening so other people can find us as well. And don't forget, you guys, we would love it if you could share. Share the podcast. Share our page. 
share the YouTube channel, share all the good stuff. So if you're loving it, please tell a friend or somebody that you think would enjoy it. And don't forget, a lot of fun also happens in the Facebook group, the Witch Source Society. And if you listened to last week's episode, um, we do have pictures posted for you to practice your clairvoyance ability. Um, so we'll be telling you what those pictures are this week. So if you want to get in and play the game, go find, there's two, there's a photo, two photos with, it's got envelope number one and envelope number two. So there are two pictures in there. Take, uh, take it some time, look at the photos, try to tune in, tap in, see what you get. And we're just going to, you know, see what you guys, what good, good, the good things you guys got. We'd love to hear what your, um, what your ideas are, what you guys are coming up with. And then we'll tell you what the pictures are. So, um, but we've got all that going on and yeah, lots of places you can hit us up. We're always doing, um, some kind of a live or readings, um, check us out, make sure you're following, turn your notifications on you guys. So then, you know, when we're doing the live readings, so you guys can come on and get some card pulls, join in on some witchy talk. Um, and also, uh, you know, you never know when I'm going to post a new spell video. So there's that as well. Right. Or we're going to be doing a giveaway or, you yes. know, you never know. <laughs> we have maybe some giveaways and raffles and different things coming up as well. So, oh, and our new witchy products that we come out with, you guys. So please don't forget, we do have a store. So if you're looking for witchy supplies and products, you know, we've got all of that stuff. Herbs, oils, candles, spell kits, soaps, sprays, um, your sage, your selenite, your palo, um, you know, all of that stuff, because you guys, this is what we do. <laughs> this, is, this is what I do. Uh, and this is like, you know, how I, you know, take care of myself and my family. So I'd love, we'd love your support. Um, so if you're looking to buy, go check out our shop. We would love for you to um, support us in that way as well. So. Right. And but, we'll also list vendor fairs, you know, that we'll be attending and you yes, can come see us in person. Yes, come see us in person. We'd love to meet you. Absolutely would just love to meet you guys. So we've got some of that coming up this spring. So that's lots of fun as well. And don't forget, if you guys need help with something, you've got questions, you're on your spiritual journey, you're on your spiritual path, um, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's witchy or non-witchy, you know, we, we welcome, we welcome, you know, either way, it doesn't matter if you're you know, magically inclined or spiritually inclined, get in the group. Again, that's the, the Witch Source Society. Ask your questions. You guys can access us there. We And we really, out. truly are there. We yes. talk to the people <laughs> in the group. We really are there. <laughs> it's us. We answer your questions. We, you know, share stuff, information. Um, so anything you've got going on, that's the place to be because not only can we help you, but other smart, talented, amazing, you know, witches and spiritual people who have been on their journeys can also offer advice and you can get a lot of support um, and know you're not alone on this journey. So it's a great resource as well. So I hope, I really do hope that you guys will come join us and check it out. So I think that's it for me. Do you guys have anything else to, to add? No, I think we covered it all. Okay. All right, you guys, we'll be back next week as we continue our clear series, and we hope you'll join us then. Have a great night. Bye. Stay magical. Bye. Bye.